We are back for another Codex Cantina episode, which is just two guys talking literature, trying to make sense of it. Now, we spend a lot of time pushing ourselves, trying to understand this literature, organizing it, and then bringing it to a conversational approach for how we deliver it. And we've absolutely put more money in it than we've gotten out of it. So if you guys are considering supporting this channel, we'd appreciate you checking out our Patreon link at patreon.com slash the Codex Cantina, as well as Ko-Fi of ko-fi.com slash the Codex Cantina. It all helps us in running the show, along with commercials, guys. So thank you so much. We're going to do a quick commercial break, and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode. <laughs> I'm not forcing you to tell me how your day is. If you don't want to tell me how your day is, you don't have to. No, I... I, I... I had a rough day today because we were cleaning up the cat room oh. a little bit. We um, we threw we threw out the cat. No, 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 he's he's still here. You threw he's out the cat. Him. No. <laughs> what? No, the what? cat's right here. The cat's right oh. here. Oh. We had we had to throw out Shadow's um, cat city, like you know those multi tier <laughs> level things that they can jump on and scratch. Oh, he has arth- yeah, 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 yeah. He has arthritis now, so he never uses it. So, like, okay. when he looks at it, like, I swear to God, he literally will walk in the room, and, like, I've seen him look at it, and he'll just go, no. <laughs> Too much effort. <laughs> he gets, like, he gets mad. Like, I used to climb on that when I was younger, and he never, he can't climb on it anymore. So, we went ahead it's and It's like when it. you look at the thing of dishes. <laughs> yeah. I know how you yeah. hate dishes. <laughs> I do. I am the dish master. Well, it's interesting. Even if my wife cooks, she's like, okay, well, I cook, so you gotta do the dishes. It's interesting. When I cook, well, I, I still gotta do the dishes. <laughs> back to Shadow. Back to Shadow. How old is that damn cat? Because that thing's like Stephen King pet cemetery he's, old. He's basically church. He, yeah, he, he looks like church resurrected. Um, he so, does. So, so I'm gonna say three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, is he like hocus pocus? Like you squish him and he comes back? There's a picture of Shadow out there that just gets older every year. And and he stays the same age. He stays. Oh, three. Dorian Gray. Okay. Yeah, the Dorian cat, right? No, when, <laughs> when when I got him, so I'm the fifth owner of this cat, oddly enough. But I knew him when he was a kitten. It was back when I was in college. I went to my friend John's house, Mr. Manuke, for those that did um, or saw Leslie's video on the One Piece uh, pronunciation game. But um, I went over to his house. I went to go pet this cat, and like he scampered up my arm and got on my shoulder. And we went and made gyoza because we were really in, into Japanese culture. We were, we were Japanese minors in school. He, well, I think he was a major part. He was double major. He was a quadruple major. John was crazy smart. <laughs> and, and this and, and we're getting ready to cook gyoza, right? So I'm like, well, what's going to happen to this cat? What, what's he going to do when he wants to get down? And John's like, oh, um, he won't. <laughs> so this had to be like 2002, 2003-ish, roughly, I want to say. And what happened? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we don't know. But what happened was when John graduated, he was two years younger than me, and and he graduated at the age of like eighteen from college. Like he got paid to go to college. Crazy smart guy, right? But he's going to Japan, and he's moving, and he's like, "Hey, can you take my cat? Like, can you take Shadow? I'm I'm the owner. Like, you know, I don't want to put him on a plane." So I was like, "Oh, well, how old is this cat?" And he's like, "Oh, he's three. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." So um, he actually didn't end up leaving to Japan for like another year or two. And I went to, to Dayton, Ohio to pick him up. And he's like, well, I'm like, how old is this cat at the time? Three. And he's like, oh, it's three. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Well, okay, you kind of told me that like two years ago, but that's cool. Like, whatever. <laughs> so I take this cat. And about a year later, he, like, he got sick. 
and like he was vomiting. He wasn't eating anything for like two or three days straight. And it was when I went to go pet his head because he's just like a Velcro cat. He lives on your lap. And I, when I touched his head, it would like fall down out of weakness because he hadn't eaten in two days and then he'd constantly been throwing up. So I took him to the vet. Whoa. Yeah. And the vet's like, well, how old is this cat? And I'm like, oh, he's, I'm like, the joke is three. that he's three. Yeah. I was like, the joke is that he's three, but I've known him for at least like five, six years now. She's like, oh, that's funny. I'm like, what? She's like, well, based on his teeth structure, he looks like he's about three, actually. I was like, oh, well, crap. <laughs> I'm like, this is, the, okay. this, is the, this is the cat that doesn't age. Um, obviously, he's fine. It was just like this insurmountable, powerful hairball. Like, the cat throws up like once a week. It's actually pretty frustrating. <laughs> he's, he's just a hairball cat. That's, that's how he rolls. Like, if you've ever watched the beginning of Secret Life of Pets 2 with that cat that just like, gets this huge hairball, my, my, my son thinks it's like the funniest thing in the world because cause, cause he sees our cat in that movie. That's Shadow. So we've always joked that he's, there's a picture out there that's getting him, that's just getting older. But, you know, today he can't, he, his arthritis is so bad. He can't even like clean himself anymore. Like today we let him outside. This might've been some of the last times that he's going outside. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's acting a little weird. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens here. We love the cat, but, um, yeah, we're, we're probably at the end of, of, of his days, if you will. The great beyond, a quote, uh, Thrawn, greater good is approaching. Oh, sorry to hear that, my friend. I know how tough that can be. Well, interestingly but- enough, I, I do have a book planned called I Am a Cat, which is written from the point of view of a cat. And it's supposed to be a comedy from Natsume Soseki, who we've just read for the first time on this channel with Sunshiro. So let's move into our TBR here, if you will. Sorry, you were going to say something. I cut you off. Oh, I said it'll suck that your cat, you know, will possibly pass soon. But I know you'll be getting a new one because your son has already Mm -mm. moved on from it. No, because I think he's a sociopath. (laughs) Nope. So what he's laughing at, as I told, I told crypto earlier today, I was like, my son tells me, he goes, he goes, when, when Shadow goes away, I want a new cat. I was like, you ain't getting no cat because you don't, even play, you don't even play with the cat that you have today. And he's just like, <laughs> he's just like, he literally looks at Shadow and he just goes, mm, no. <laughs> Mason is so funny. Man, that kid cracks me up. Yeah, uh. yeah. I feel him. I feel him. So I had a really cool transition to, to Natsume Sosaki. So let's, let's pretend we're doing I'm sorry. that one. <laughs> Go ahead. Do it. Do it. So we had, last month, we had the short story, Sanshiro, from the Penguin Book of Japanese Short Stories. The nerve when collections put in novel Ah. chapters instead of short stories drives me nuts. But it works, because here we are reading the entire novel of Sanshiro this month. If you're down for reading it, um, please join us. We're, We're about halfway through, but it is, I don't know, it's fantastic to me so far. I absolutely love it, but we'll see where it goes from here. So we're going to continue into- Funny. Funny. It's hysterical. Like, like literally hysterical. When when there's poop jokes and when you're on a train and you throw your, you know, chapter one, hey, you throw your food out the window and it comes back and hits the girl in the face that you were attracted to. (laughs) (laughs) I have a funny story when we talk about that. I have a really funny Uh, story. I'm going to make fun of my sister. She's going to be really mad that I told the channel this. (laughs) This story is hysterical. Natsume Soseki. Uh, well, we're going to keep our eye on him, but I've got uh, I Am a Cat kind of lined up for, for when the time's appropriate for grieving purposes. 
So okay. that's that's, understandable. that's one of our novels. We're going to finish that. And uh, we've also started with our read-along here of East of Eden. By Johnny. Johnny. Johnny Beck, if you are down for checking this novel out, we just started. Please join the literary discourse where ourselves, along with Leslie from The Nerdy Narrative, are checking out this novel. Now, this will be your finishing the collection of Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Steinbeck, right? Like, you'll be done? You'll write all of his stuff now? No, there are a ton of novellas. Oh. He he's got um like this collection of novellas that he's published. And and I do oh. want to get them on this channel because everything we've read by him has been pretty top-notch. Uh The Pearl we didn't do on this channel, but I've read and that's been the weakest effort from him in my opinion, but it's still pretty enjoyable, I would say, but definitely had some weaknesses. Now this is supposed to be his magnum opus, so I'm really excited to continue this journey. Me too. Yeah. I have it sitting literally right here. Now, for comics and manga this month, we're, we're wrapping up a three-month journey here, it feels like. Not not in a negative way. <laughs> On the uh, Blackest Night run here, we started all the way from Rebirth of Green Lantern and moved up to Blackest Night, which is allegedly some of the best DC literature available. Right? Ever. Jeff Johns, I, I would agree Jeff Johns is probably in my opinion my favorite dc writer that i've experienced i love his flash run too really really good so we we were on the the final vestiges of of exploring this i just need to read blackest night issues zero through eight or whatever and then i think we're done yeah well we did all the context and the orange agent and we did all the different lanterns so we've, we've been reading this for a while now it's been fun it's been I'm fun. about halfway it's, through it's it definitely feels there's like a flavor of DC and Marvel when you read it in terms of hitting some of the, you know, the old favorite villains. There's that large continuity battle that you have to kind of overcome when you're reading some of these things. So it's been very fun. I think this is definitely action packed and very, you know, if you're looking for that pew pew, this is it, right? I like this because of how gritty it is. And I think that's one of the reasons that uh john's is so popular is that his feels more realistic in the venue of comics and superheroes Mm. than a lot of other uh you know comic book writers and i think that's what draws me to kind of dc more is uh this is superman-esque but it, it feels more like in the venue of batman to me where it is more realistic i've really enjoyed the little bit i've read this is a, a very sweeping statement, but in my experience reading some of John's, um, what did he done? He's done the Teen Titans. He's done, I've done the Flash with him. I would say yeah. he excels, again, broad statement, but he excels at character writing. I think his grasp of these characters is second, second to none, right? Like, even for Marvel, I, I think there are great writers out there, great character work in Marvel too. But I think you can shine a light on Jeff Johns as, as some of the greatest character work artists slash or I'm sorry, artists, I'm sorry, writers out there when it comes to the the huge monoliths of of Marvel and DC continuity. Yeah, I think the thing about Johns is that he's not only a great comic book writer, he's just a great writer. And I think that a lot of times the the art and the name recognition, oh, you know, because if the art is super beautiful and you have a very popular superhero like Spider-Man, 
you can get away with some weaker writing, right? And he is just a fantastic writer all around, regardless, because that he just he's so good, right? And, and and we're not putting in my down, opinion, right? We're not putting down Spider Man writers, but we're 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 elevating Johns of as a great character writer, right? All right, yeah. let's move into short stories. First up, I'm going to grab my Ernest Papa Hemingway book here real quick. We're going to be doing, um, a, 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 we've already recorded it, but we're doing A Day's Wait, which is actually um, English as a second language story. We didn't know that. It was recommended to us to check out. I had no, I, I had never read it before, and apparently it's kind of like a, an ESL story, that, or at least it excels in ESL, I guess, in terms of how you can approach the story. How long will they have to... Wait to see our video. <laughs> that's that's one of our floaters that we have just in case we were to fall behind. You know, life life hits us and such. Now coming Not up, we're whip. gonna talk about we're gonna come up with some Japanese stories, right? So first we have the Penguin Book of Japanese stories, and up after that we have the Oxford Book of Japanese short stories. Now we're gonna start off with Penguin, and if you followed our Instagram, you see that we just bought this recently. There's kind of a delay before we get some stories out, but we're going to be pushing out a ton of work from both Penguin and this book, the Oxford Book of Japanese Short Stories, over the next few months, more in August as we get into Women in Translation Month. But We're going to definitely take advantage of that with these stories. But we're going to do two Haruki Murakami stories this month, who is a new-to-us author. Okay, very famous, but for us, it's kind of new. So we're going to explore the 1963-1982 Girl from Ipanema by Haruki Murakami. And then we're also going to do from this collection, The Elephant Vanishes by him as well. Okay, I have absolutely no clue about either of those. Well, I, I don't know if this is a selling point or negative, but but he is actually, while he is Japanese, he doesn't have the traditional Japanese writing style when it comes to his literature. Uh, if okay. you recall, remember when we did the tag, the page 112, I'll put a link, with Tipsy Tolstoy, the guy that was talking about, that guy's head is bald, but that's a type A, B, B, C, type A. Oh, yeah, 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 I C. remember. That's Haruki Murakami in terms of writing as well. That was from a novel from him. We're going to do two short stories. Oh, and he's then, funny. Hey, okay, I'm excited now. Stay tuned. We're going to be doing a novel with our friend Jack, the Rambling Tour, coming up in future months. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, hit me with another. You better be sitting down for this one. You, I mean, you sit down all the time. What can I say? But I'm always sitting down. Unless you tell me to go grab something from the bookshelf. Yeah, you might need a pillow for this one because this one's going to knock you over. Uh, Sweet. I have a pillow. Ness by Tony Morrison. Oh, you can't go wrong with Morrison. So yeah. good. Oh. We will. We will complete 100. All two of her short stories. We will. Have read. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of heartbreaking. Oh, it is. That's disappointing. It is. She's such an amazing writer, and here we are rounding out her short stories. But but hey, I I may know the scheduling guy. I can potentially get some Morrison novels on this channel if that's what you're looking for. Or we could do a first ever revisit video and be like, hey, remember that video we made? We hated it, so let's remake a video, or we love that. Who knows? Just spitballing, well, throwing if, it out there. If we would do that, I would do that for. Um, actually, I I am most. Whoa, 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 let me guess. 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 Okay, okay, okay. You would do it for. Let me guess the author first. James Joyce. I, I have two in mind. I have two in mind. Is James Joyce one of them? Nope. 
Oh, okay. Then go ahead. I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, there's always things to improve. Like, we make mistakes, like, like anyone else yeah. out there. Uh, like, it's weird when people think, and we have a very conversational way that we do these. Uh, if people think there's going to be no mistake. <laughs> I thought you were going to say um, Arby, but. No, no, I'm not embarrassed by Arby at all. We did a formalist approach to that, and I'm okay with that. The two that I'd love to do is Harrison Bergeron, not because I'm embarrassed of, I'm not embarrassed of our points, the way oh, we, we were structure. So young. We were young. And we I, so having, young. having not touched <laughs> literature conversations and approach for a very long time, we I'm not with, for a half an hour. <laughs> I'm, I'm not proud of the way that we structured, structured that talk and in the way we convoluted some ideas um, I, I've seen some comments where I'm like, well, I mean, that's not what we intended, but okay. And that's not what I meant. I, I'm most embarrassed of that as Maybe well we as I, I'm also a little embarrassed of our um, gunslinger video, not because of the analysis, but because of the way we presented it was too, oh, the author must have thought this, right? Like, yeah. like we were, we were presenting it, I think a little bit too strongly from the, um, what do they call that? The biological fallacy. Like, I, I think it was a little bit too much of that. What if we did a two-year anniversary and redid those two videos? I think we need to redo something for the Dark Tower kickoff because it's not appropriate, that first video that we have. Um, once we've finished the Dark Tower, I think we need to have a, a, a circular loop into yeah. how to kick <sighs> off the Gunslinger. It is. Are you kidding? Did you just say that? It is so inappropriate, I think. No, it's so appropriate. It's so inappropriate, I think, to start on our Gunslinger video with no context, right? Just jumping into this. So I think we need to kind of like create this 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 intro and maybe redo that video. I've never deleted videos because I know it's bad for like Google Analytics and stuff. But I think we kind of just casually drop those videos <laughs> and maybe redo them. We could do remastered. It works for George Lucas. <laughs> we didn't have the technology at the time when we did the Gunslinger. <laughs> Hey, technically we didn't, because I didn't have a camera or a mic or that's a setup true. or anything. That's true. <laughs> but but that's not what I'm embarrassed of. I'm Una embarrassed shot of, first. But that's not why I'm embarrassed, though, technically. It is really how we presented it. And the fact that we I was just resurfacing 20 years of, of dormant dust on my analytical skills. So I would present that much differently now. Yeah, we are much better. All right, well, it's good. I, I'm glad we're talking this out and throwing these ideas out here. Let us know in the comments below if you would like us to revisit either of those two videos. So our last two stories that we have for this month, we have A Hunger Artist by Franz Kafka. I don't think you're I'm supposed hungry. to trill that. I don't think you're supposed to trill it like I just did that. I just did it because I was having some fun. Hungry. Like the wolf. All right, and then last up, we have Oh, Baby. How do you say that word? The chrysanthemums? Is that how you spell that? Yeah, you've never seen chrysanthemums before? Dude, flowers. <laughs> I'm teasing you. Ugh. You're the flower guy. Of course I've seen it. <laughs> Ooh, baby. <laughs> d d have I told you, like, have you noticed how many, like, floral slash tree arbor references there are in Sun Cheetle? Yeah, you point them out often. I swear oh. you were a botanist in a previous life. You Dude. must have been. 
dude, when they reference like the Zelkova trees or when they reference the... When you get excited about plants, it just makes me giggle. I'm sorry. When they reference the Nandinas. I think I'm going to send you flowers for your birthday from here on out. <laughs> no more gift cards. Uh, dude, no more reference... No more anything thoughtful. You're getting flowers. Like you've seen those before, haven't you? I don't know. Am I talking to a brick wall? Am I the only one that, that really respects the Zelkova and Nandina references in these novels? You're talking to a weed. I'm a weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just hey, last you. dandelion of the season. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, if I could create a list of of what we ought to read, it would include basically books that make some type of botany or plant reference in every chapter like, like oh, it God, has to include. Wait, wait 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 wait! i gotta stop you i gotta stop you please audience help me now exclusive announcement we have started a patreon there are going to be two tiers there's going to be a tier where you're going to get exclusive access to our schedule our discord and you don't have to feel so bad about skipping the ads in our videos. Then there'll be another tier where you will be put into basically a drawing to be able to pick one of the short stories that will have nothing to do with flowers or botany. <laughs> and we will read. So we'll help you out with the stories that you want to see on our channel. So announcing now, we were going to officially have a Patreon. We'll leave a link down in the description below where you can join if you wish to help support the channel. <laughs> so with that no flowers. said, dude, one of my lights just went out. Did you see that? How long has that been out for? Uh, have, I done, have I done this whole video with one light on? With one headlight. <laughs> Oh, I tried singing that to my wife one time, and she had no clue. Again, I have no musical talent whatsoever. I'm like, one headlight. She's like, who's that? I'm like, I don't know. You're supposed to be the music person. And I was like, it's uh, it's like Bob Dylan's kid or something. She's like, who? I'm like, ah. Watch this. With, with technology and the mobile app in my hands, let there be light. <laughs> Just turned it did it work? <laughs> it did. didn't work, did it? No, of course it did. Come on. I am the master of my domain and Castle. Yeah, not so much. Mizuna has something uh, to say about that. And, and uh, Mason. Oh, my. Oh, my. Guys, if you were down for conversational approaches to literature, like he said, we've got that Patreon, Ko-Fi, one-time donation links down below. Hit that subscribe button to join us on the journey. We post videos every Monday and Thursday. Una out. Peace.